Welcome to Mad Lit Musings, a podcast with Jamie Jo Wright, where we go deeper and ask the tough and dangerous questions. Today's episode is sponsored by Ravel and Bethany House Publishers, which are divisions of Baker Publishing Group. Find out more at bakerpublishinggroup.com. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining Mad Lit Musings. I am super happy today to have a friend of mine who writes amazing romantic suspense fiction, Lynette Eason. Hi, Lynette. Hi. So tell us about yourself and about your latest release. Well, um, you know, myself is one of my favorite topics, so I'm not sure how long I should go. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I really hate talking about myself, but, um, so, uh, I don't know. What do you want to know? I'm a wife, a mom, and a writer that sometimes feel like an imposter. Um, <laughs> I know, right? No. Oh, uh, I do. I do. Sometimes I'm looking at my stories and I'm going, what makes me think I could do this? But anyway, no, I actually love my job. I love what I do. I, um, I just, I'm grateful that I have a job that I can do from home that I could do while my kids were growing up. Then I can, you know, it's flexible. I have to get it done, but at least the hours are flexible. So, um, so what else do you want to know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you do for fun outside of reading? Okay. For fun, besides reading, mm-hmm. um, I love photography. I have just gotten into photography Ooh. and yes, I love it. I'm surrounded by camera lenses now Um, (laughs) Um, and books are behind me but you can't see that but um so anyway I I do that for fun my husband and I like to travel I really do enjoy hanging out with my kids my kids are great they're at that age where they're fun now they're not so much work they're still expensive but (laughs) I think kids are always expensive yes 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 they are so but that's what I do for fun I do photography hang out with my family and um and I do write for fun too actually yeah 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 I I can get behind that I write for fun too so well cool and then you asked about my my new release right yes Yes. okay so is this for a life fight or (laughs) crossfire Whichever one you want to talk about, I just read Life Flight. So that's what's on my brain. Okay. Well, Crossfire is not out yet, but I'm starting to get all the promo stuff from the publisher. And so uh, sometimes I get a little confused about what I'm doing, but well, I mean, that should not shock anybody who knows me, but um, (laughs) so Life Flight. Yeah. Life Flight is book one in Mm -hmm. the Extreme Measure series. And it was, it was a fun book to write because I got to learn a lot about helicopters and um, medical, the medical crew that Mm -hmm. is on the actual chopper. And it's funny. um, Can I tell a story? Oh, yes, Um, please. It's funny because so that's not my background. And as you know, as a writer yourself, you know, all the research that you have to do when you're trying to write about a topic that you know nothing about. So I put a call out on the Facebook page. I was like, okay, I'm writing this story, blah, blah, blah. And I really need to learn about helicopter, uh, medical helicopters, what happens in flight, who's on them, how many patients can they transport, yada, yada, yada. 
Well, um, and I have a lots of little responses. Like, I wish I could help you that kind of stuff. Right. And then my cousin private messaged me. She instant messaged me. She goes, um, Lynette, you know, that's what my husband does. Right. And I was like, no, why, why, why did I not know this? <laughs> Give me some credit. Um, she, or Grace, really, she lives in Texas and we, we really don't talk a lot. I mean, we're right. 1300 miles apart and yeah. we, we go back and forth on Facebook about our posts and stuff, but not really like <laughs> know about each other's lives. Like we probably should. Oh, that's really sad. But anyway, I need to rectify that. Okay. So anyway, um, so I was, she, she said, yeah, that's what Michael does. And so I Facebooked him, I messaged him and he told him what I needed for the story and everything. And he just gave me tons of information as did, um, as there was one other person that, that, um, did something was a nurse on the chopper okay. and he gave me a lot of information. So if you look in the, the credits or the acknowledgements Acknowledgement. or whatever they're in there. But yeah, so that's how I did a lot of research for that. And I just really enjoyed learning about that. That was a lot of fun. And I really had a good time creating the characters and um, all of the other characters that show up in the books that come after. There are three more books in the series after this one. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Good, good. I enjoyed reading it. It was fun to read. And okay. my, my daughter saw the cover and then she read the back cover and she goes, mom, do not give this book away. Cause I'm always giving books away for other people to read. And she yeah. goes, this is going on my to be read pile. I will read this. So, oh, so sweet. I love that. We may have a Lynette Eason fan in the making. <laughs> I love it. Love it. She loves suspense and she loves all the, um, just the mystery that goes into suspense and the adventure of it. And right. that's one thing I appreciate about your books mm-hmm. is that they're intelligent and they're adult. And yet they're also safe for the younger generation coming up. Yes. Well, you know, the funny thing is um, when I started writing, I had growing up, I had read all kinds of stuff and Harlequin. Um, uh, can I say the brand name? They, <laughs> They weren't as, um, how do I want to put this? They weren't as much as they are now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, but still they were probably too much for a 11, 12, 13 year old to be right. reading, but I was reading them. And, um, of course, most of it was like over my head, but, yeah. but I knew that I liked the suspense part. I liked the, uh, I like, I liked the romance part of it. Um, and I, I don't know. I just like the plot. They, they were just good reads for me. They, they were my escape. And so, um, but before then I was, I was doing Nancy Drew, Hardy Boys, The Boxcar Children, you know, all those, um, wonderful books. And, um, but when I started writing, my daughter was about nine months old and I started thinking about the kind of books that, I wanted to pass down mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, and, and not that it's not in my makeup, my personality anyway, to write anything that would be really offensive. You know, right. I, don't, I don't need four letter words in my books. I don't need sex. Right. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. need that stuff in my books. I don't want to write that stuff. And so, um, I was really excited that 
I found a publisher, Love Inspired Suspense, for one, mm-hmm. um, that was willing to publish that kind of thing. And then, but see, I love the bigger books. I I just love the longer stories right. and how you can get deeper into the characters and the secondary characters and the subplots and all that. I just love that stuff. And that was really, really what I wanted to write. And so I was just thrilled when Ravel gave me that opportunity to write those kind of stories. You know, I was like, I can blow things up. I can, I can shoot people, I can, <laughs> you know, and I don't have to have a cuss word in any of right. right. a good story. So, it is. Yeah. So I wanted to write things that my kids were not going to be like, oh, my mom wrote this, you know, and um, right. yeah. So anyway. No, that's great. So your characters go through a lot of suspenseful scenes, um, but let's go deeper. Tell us about any spiritual threads in your story and why you included them. Okay. I usually um, have a spiritual, like, well, always, not usually. I always have some kind of spiritual thread in there. And yeah. you know, it's not overt. Mm-hmm. It's more subtle. I, um, I try to have some kind of theme going through the story. For example, in life, flight I believe um it was it was um a reunion like like what's the word I'm looking for I'm having a a senior moment here um oh gosh like ah I have those all the time like I need my synopsis I mean my my synonym dictionary um it's it's like a family re something what am I looking for yeah, you can't think of it either. That makes me feel better. Okay, so you know what it is. Like, like, a reuniting. Like a, a, uniting. a, a Yes, yes. Um, coming together. Coming together, like <laughs> forgiveness and coming yes. back. And there's a word for that. And I'm going to think of it as soon as we hang out. Reconciliation. So, reconciliation. Reconciliation? Is that it? Yes. yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to scream and hurt your ears. But no, yes. you didn't. You didn't. I think I was yelling too. <laughs> Reconciliation. I knew there was a word out there. Um, oh, some days I worry about my brain. Okay, so um, that was pretty much what it was for Life Flight. My heroine and her mother had not um, gotten along for quite a few years, and um, and so I wanted to find a way to bring them together. She was such a character, like such a unique person, and her personality could be so overwhelming and overpowering that. Penny often just felt invisible Mm -hmm. around her. And I wanted to show that even though we have people in our lives that can make us feel less than Mm -hmm. or invisible, not seen, um, unworthy, um, that that can be healed, like healing can come and that, and, and neither person has to change. You just have to find a way to meet in the middle, so to speak, and to, to come together and that God can heal and God can, um, bring people together. who you would think would be the last person in the world that you would want to be around. So Mm. I think, um, a lot of the, the spiritual, um, aspects and the spiritual things in my stories are shown through the characters lives and through their actions and not necessarily through sitting down reading their bible and quoting scripture at one another right you know i mean there's nothing wrong with that it's just um 
it has its place, but mm-hmm. in, in the fiction arena with our characters, nobody wants to be beat over the head and, mm-hmm. you know, with the, with the Bible and, and preach that nobody wants to be preached that when people start preaching at me, I'm just like, da, 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 da. you know, I don't, <laughs> unless it's up in the pulpit and right. I'm there and the congregation going, oh, and it's my husband's sounds, no, no, we won't go there. So, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> He's a great, he really is. He's a great preacher. So, um, and I love him dearly. So anyway, um, I include them because I, I think readers are looking for more than just to be entertained. They want to be entertained. Yes. They want a good story. They want to flip the pages. They want to find out what happens next. But I also think a lot of readers like to, they like to learn and they like to be touched. They want their emotions, um, uh touched by what the characters are going through or what the characters are learning or something like that and so i just i try to i try to try to give them all the feels yeah yeah Yeah. it does are you enjoying today's broadcast with our featured author you can find out more about them and other authors from baker publishing group at bakerbookhouse.com Use code MADLIT40 for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title at bakerbookhouse.com. This also includes Ravel and Bethany House Publishing. Go over fast. It's MADLIT40. That's your magic code for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title. So when you look at Life Flight or the book that you're writing currently, how do you feel your story or your book is relevant to the reader specifically? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think readers right now, coming off the pandemic, and some people are still in, you know, deeply isolating mm-hmm. themselves from others. And in my stories, they have such a sense of community. Um, the characters have so much bonding, like their best friends, their co-workers that have bonded over saving lives. They have, um, uh, they, they just do life together. And I think a lot of readers are really missing that. Like, yeah. and so they are trying to find that because they're, because they don't, maybe they don't have that in their life right now for whatever reason, pandemic, or they just, they just don't. Right. Um, then I think they find um, they find joy in reading about that, and it makes them feel a part of something for a little while. Yeah, and I mean, it's not obviously it's not the solution, the right. like a long term solution, but it is a little bit of an escape, which is you know, um, I think escape is a good thing sometimes, but mm-hmm. not that I don't think the problem should be addressed. Right. if that's what they're reading it for. But um, I'm glad that I can give them a little bit of that joy. I've, I've had emails and Facebook messages and just, yeah. and things alluding to this. And that's what your question um, brought to mind was, was these emails. Thank you for letting me be a part of the St. John family from the Bujas. Mm-hmm. They love the St. John family. Thank you for letting me be a part of this group of friends. And um, they really, they really love that. So, um, yeah, I think it's relevant and that it, it helps battle loneliness a little bit. It does bring a sense of community. Mm -hmm. 
um, I noticed when I was reading it too, that your characters were all friends or good acquaintances. And sure, there were some struggles, mm-hmm. but it was it was neat to read a book where there was a sense of community. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad that yeah. came across, yeah. It did, it did very clearly. And even the way Penny cared for her coworkers and was worried about their lives mm-hmm. and just the interaction and the, you know, when somebody gets shot, I won't say spoiler, but when someone gets shot, you know, there's concern throughout the book from multiple people. And yeah. it made me feel like I was part of a family, so to speak. Yeah. 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 And that's what I want. I want that to come across. And I think also, um, you know, it's relevant in that I try to show three-dimensional characters and that they're not perfect. They make mistakes. Right. They have flaws. They have a past, but you know what? You don't have to live in your past. You don't have to um, suffer the rest of your life or whatever happened in your past. And, um, and I want to show that you can be, you can overcome that. Mm-hmm. And if it's something you feel like you need forgiveness for, then you know what? If you ask, God is right there, willing yeah. and able to forgive and, and you can move on from that. And I, I think readers really can resonate with that as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what do you hope readers gain, not just from reading this book, but from reading all your stories, stories to come and stories from before, what do you hope they gain? Well, really, first and foremost, I really want them to just enjoy the story. I want them to that come home from a day at work or escape to the bathtub while the kids are, you know, at piano practice or whatever. <laughs> Good idea. I'm going to do that when we hang up. <laughs> and, and the bubble bath with the candles and a good book. And uh, I don't recommend reading your Kindle in the tub, but, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, a good book and just, just enjoy the read. Um, and if they take away something else, uh, maybe a, something that's been on their heart and on their mind, and they see how this character handled something similar in the story that might work for them, then I hope they can take that away as well. Yeah. Yeah. So how does your faith impact your writing, whether it's the story or just being able to write, how does faith impact you? Um, it really impacts it a lot in that Writing is such a hard profession, not just trying to pull words out of a tired brain, mm-hmm. um, trying to put together a plot, trying to create characters that readers will fall in love with, trying just to make the whole thing make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do a lot, a lot of please God, <laughs> you know, a lot of those kind of prayers. But I also, you know, writing, writing from a faith uh, viewpoint, it makes me see things, I think, in a way that, um, what am I trying to say, from, uh, through the, through a God lens, maybe, through a, through a spiritual lens, through something, because I know, like I said before, you know, I kind of have themes going through my stories, and forgiveness, and hope, and unconditional love, and mm-hmm. those kind of things, and um, <clears throat> I want readers to have that same spiritual connection by the time they finish the story. I want them to say, oh, wait a minute. She did this because God, 
you know, right. because of God, right. not, you know, in spite of, and, and maybe that's how I should handle something. And so I, I don't know, I do, I do a lot of praying over my stories. I'm like, God, you know, if, if there's just one spiritual message that this, this one reader needs, then I pray that you'll put it in the story and you will allow that reader to pick up the book. And he has like more than once. I, I was like, I'll get a, I'll get an email or something from a reader. And then it'll be just like, I think you wrote that book for me. And I was Aww. like, well, you know, I do pray over my stories. I'm glad to see God's answering my prayers. So that's, and that's just such an a humbling and neat experience to see God work in that way. It's really amazing. I have a really another cool, I have another really cool story if you have time, but if you don't, yes. I'll for another we time. will make time. <laughs> okay. So I was writing, um, the book called no one to trust. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this just blew me. I get cold chills just thinking about it. So um, I, I was typing away on this story and I named my characters and his name was David Hatchett. And I just kept going and, 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 and all of a sudden I found myself typing David Hackett. And I was like, no, no, that, wait a minute. And I had to go back and check and make sure I was like, yeah, no, I named him Hatchett. Okay. So I had changed it. And I, okay. And then I was like typing David Hackett again. I was like, what the heck? And so I was like, okay, fine. You're David Hackett. Obviously that's who you want to be. And so I do my, my find replace and I right. change to David Hackett. Okay. I put out the story. Okay. So I get it. So, so this particular character with the name thing, he was in the army. He was basically a con man okay. who was redeemed in the end because he was the hero of the story, but he was not a very good person. He was in witness protection and he fooled this person into marrying him and and eventually fell in love with her. And then he had to tell her the truth, but he never did. And it just led to all kinds of problems. Anyway, so I get an email after the book's releases from this lady. And she goes, I, I wish I could read you the email. I still have it, but okay. I won't go look for it because I know you don't have time. So, <laughs> she's like, I cannot believe I, I had a very hard time reading this story. She said, I was taken advantage of by a man who claimed that he loved me. He was in the army and he stole from me and his name was David Hackett. <laughs> and she said, by the time I finished the story, she said, I, I was a wreck. She said, but mm-hmm. like your characters in the story, I found healing too. And she uh, said, peace now. And she said, I've never, I haven't had that. And I was just like, oh my word. Thank you. Yeah. Lord. I mean, it was just, I mean, I, I like, I was, I'm just breaking out in chills. Just mm-hmm. even it was amazing to, and and for god to let me in on that mm-hmm. like, like that could have happened and i never would have could have known right. about it she would have decided not to tell me but god put it on her heart to share that story with me and it was just wow and so that's that is how my faith um impacts my writing i want to write something that impacts others yeah. for the kingdom yeah no i love that i love that and i think that's what Christian fiction is, is really at the heart of what we do as writers in writing our story is for, yes, for good story and for entertainment, but also to have that underlying thread of hope that God gives and faith. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So readers who want to get to know you, if they don't already, how do they find you? How do they connect with you? Well, I am on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. All you have to do is just type in Lynette Eason and I'll probably come up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Instagram, but I'm not like super on 
active on Instagram. I actually forget about Instagram. I really need to be more involved there because I hear that's the current it's trend. the new place. Um, yeah. And I'm on Twitter. And again, I'm not super active on Twitter. I think really Facebook, if you really want to get in touch with me, send me a private message on Facebook. Okay. And I love to hear from readers. Okay, great. Yeah. That's great. Yep. So readers check out her Facebook page and you probably have a website too. Oh yes. I was just thinking I should have said my, my website.com. Yeah. yeah. And do you send out a newsletter? I do send out a newsletter and you can sign up for that newsletter if you would like to on my website, just click on where it says newsletter. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a blast and, oh, um, I hope everybody picks up your books and reads them because they are well worth the time. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Well, you have a wonderful day and thank you for joining. Thank you. You too. Bye. Are you a writer wanting to go deeper in your writing and get to the heart of your story? Join Christie Award-winning author Jamie Jo Wright at MadLitMentoring.com, where she will take you on an intimate, fun, and exploration of going deeper, the layers of your story, the four corners of foundation, and more. Find out how to be mentored by Jamie Jo Wright at MadLitMentoring.com. Thank you for listening to Madlit Musings. You can find out more information about Madlit and all that it has to offer at madlitmentoring.com. That's madlitmentoring.com. Or check out more about Jamie Jo Wright at jamiewrightbooks.com. <laughs>